Hello, and welcome to ISP Six Figure Realtor Podcast. I'm Bibi Bengochea, Six Figure Realtor, best-selling author of Realtor 90 Day Kickstart, the guide to earn six figures with the intuitive selling process. I'm your coach and founder of the intuitive selling process. This podcast will teach you to think outside the box. ISP Intuitive Selling Process is Law of Attraction meets Real Estate, bringing you an array of top producing realtors, entrepreneurs, and successful people who think outside the box. Welcome to episode four. You can do it. So what can I say? Today's episode is going to be amazing. The guest that I have today is a very special friend. And not only that, has been someone that impacted my life in a very positive way when I met him and his wife. But you're only going to hear him, not his wife. However, this is someone where I practiced affirmations, I did masterminds with, and really helped me transform to the person I am today. And I've known this person for over 20 years. And this, you know, at the end of this episode, you're going to, I'm going to read to you and you can listen to chapter three in my book, You Can Do It, which is really talking about traditional selling versus intuitive selling. And in our business, a lot of us are taught like the old ways, the door knocking or, you know, recycled leads and just old ways of doing business. And our business is just changing. You know, I don't know it. Those, those ways for me don't really work. They've never really worked in the way that made me the six figures or the amount of money I wanted to make. And through the years, I had to navigate all those types of systems. But definitely in this book that I wrote, I really, I'm really outside the box. You guys should know that by now. But you know, I did intuitive selling and it was, it's something that I have worked on for the last, you know, 20 plus years in my life through all the experiences and the people that I've met. But this guest that you are about to hear is going to give you resources and tips that you can apply and you can use on your daily life. And I did this for many years and it was very, it impacted me in a very positive way. And I still to this day, practice the techniques that were taught to me when I would um, actually do the mastermind with him. And this we're talking about over, you know, like 20 years ago. So what I'm saying to you is in this episode is if you think you can, you will. And one of the quotes that I start the chapter with is never, never, never give up by Winston Churchill. So I hope you enjoy this episode and keep coming back to listen to more. Today's guest is a world-renowned international speaker, author, and corporate trainer on leadership and human behavior. He has global recognition for delivering how-to techniques with a high-energy message, showing people how to communicate more positively and more powerfully. I'm so honored to present to you all, Bert Oliva. Thank you for being on this podcast show, Bert. Thank you so much, BB. Thank you for the opportunity to be able to speak to the people that listen to you. So one of the things that I would love for the listeners for you to show them is what is human behavior? It's human behavior is a scientific study, which is, is humanology, the scientific study of human behavior. Um, I've been doing seminars for over 26 years at a professional level and teaching people leadership and conditioning skills, like how we're programmed on a subconscious level, how certain things affect us because of situations or circumstances that happens in our lives, but we're not aware. 
And a lot of people are living um, a, a, lot, a great life, successful life, or some people are not living a successful life. However, they don't know what are the triggers that has happened sometimes in their past that actually take over their day or their week or their month and some people their entire year, right? So a lot of it is about conditioning. And an example is like, let's say, for example, when, well, when a person is born, right? Um, when the baby's born, it comes out of the womb and the doctor will do certain things. They'll tickle their feet, spank their butt. And, and I, in the seminars, I used to tell people, and some of them have been dropped on their <laughs> heads, right? But at the end of the day, what happens is subconsciously, the trigger of having your feet tickled or spanked your butt, it's there. It's already embedded in your mind on the subconscious process, on the subconscious uh, part of your brain. So then later on in life, you're now a toddler, right? You go around life going, you know, mama, dada. And depending on who you care, your caretaker is at that precise moment, or depending on how you phrase, non, you know, like nana, mama, dada, whatever the case is, you get fed. They go ahead and cater to you. They change your diapers. We kind of learn from each other, uh, depending on the tone, what it is that's happening. However, that child is coming to you. And let's say, for example, I had a child right now. And they're coming to me and like, I'm about to go online with BB. I don't want to miss this interview. And the child comes, da, da, da. And I go, not now. The child says, wait a minute. That's a mix. Mm. So subconsciously, another trigger has been created, right? Mm -hmm. So now, now what happens is that that trigger is there. Now, if you look at your siblings or people that grew up with you, you'll see that some people will call dad, dad, or father, or Bob, or Bill, mom, Victoria, whatever the case is. The reason is because each sibling had a different type of relationship being built on a subconscious level. Not saying that one is better than the other. However, now that child's about 12 years old, right? That child doesn't want to go to school. So the child's like, mom, dad, I have a stomach ache, or I have a headache. The parent says, well, you know what, honey, you don't have to go to school today. Grandma or, or Nana will go ahead and make you some soup and you'll feel good all day. Subconsciously, the child now realizes that every time they have a pain, they get rewarded. So now the child has stomach pains or headaches for three, four, you know, five times a year. And at the end of the day, that's being programmed on the subconscious level. Now the child has grown up. They're about 18 years old. They start dating, right? At the end of the day, they go ahead and they're with a significant other. And the person decides to tickle their feet. The person says, stop. They go, why? I go, I don't know. Well, you didn't like it when you were born. And now you haven't been able to link that process in your mind. So again, we're being conditioned subconsciously. So certain things will trigger us, right? Now, let's say, for example, you're about 50, 60, 70, whatever. You're an adult now. And then what happens is that you, they find at the end of the day that, you know, you've been saying for so many years that your stomach hurts or your head hurts. At the end of the day, you can actually end up with a tumor or, or maybe even a stomach ulcer. Obviously, it has more to do with well, also your lifestyle or you're eating junk food or whatever the case is. But at the end of the day, it's also your BS, your belief system on a subconscious level. So that's just an example on how certain things that we're doing today, we're not realizing that we have been uh, programmed subconsciously. So through human behavior, we teach in our seminars and our workshops that, you know, you can actually tap into your subconscious processes and see how you can either A, embrace them and make them even stronger or B, collapse them and start with new ones. Right. So a lot of times people don't realize that, that, again, we're being, you know, there's a lot of stuff happening on a subconscious level. That's, you know, what you've been talking about is so interesting because you're actually get rewarded depending on how they react to certain situations. And I've known you for so many years that I've been blessed that we cross paths. And I remember when we used to do the mastermind, which for me have always, they've, they've been kind of like ingrained in me, including uh, the steps and the actions that we would take that we would be accountable for, which right now I'm doing that with you, right? I'm, I'm working out and I <laughs> well, tag you. We were doing mastermind before it was a sexy thing. <laughs> That's, that. We were doing mastermind when people didn't, haven't, hadn't even read the book, They Can Grow Rich. And it's crazy because now everyone has a mastermind, but no, we did it in the beginning stages. And we were talking about what, 12 years ago, 15 that, years ago. It, it was, was a long time. It was like, like 15 years ago, 15 years ago. Yeah, exactly. That would be like the, the point of the day that I would look forward to. And we would do it in person. We would go over and be with you and we would set, 
you know, accountability partners right now, you're my partner and I'm tagging you every day. And I look forward to doing that. And it's so powerful as far as a tool. But then I agree with you. And you know what thing I want to say to your listeners that it doesn't matter what, what level you are in life or whatever you, what, what level you think you are in life, because a lot of times what happens, a lot of people get to a certain level and they're like, well, I'm, I'm beyond, I'm beyond that. I don't need a coach. No, the best leaders are the best followers. Learn to teach and teach to learn. So at the end of the day, you are a leader. You have a nice size following. You are an influencer, you know, not on social media, but in life. However, you realize, hey, you know what? Maybe I do need an accountability coach. And that's what makes you even stronger. And a lot of people that get into the self-help world, they're like, well, I don't need that. You know, I'm already beyond that. No, you're not. The day you think you've learned everything is the day you lose everything. One thousand percent. What are, like right now, like, for instance, I know that you're doing a lot of great things. Can you talk to us about how you've been helping people out with your the new mastermind that you're doing? Yeah, well, we have a mastermind mm-hmm. uh, like the one you're talking about, but we actually created it on digital on a digital platform. It's not a large group because it won't work with a large group. It's really um, not a small group, but it's an intimate group. And it's the same thing. We, we go in there, we talk about sales, maybe that week, the following week, the team says, you know what, we need to do a little bit more of this. We reward the people that have taken action. They tell us what they did, how they became, like, for example, a person may say, I want to sell $10,000 this week on a coaching program. And we'll say, cool. The following week, they did it. And then they'll come back and say, well, this is how I did it. So each of the people in the group are actually benefiting from each other. And then at the end, we have an accountability coach that changes every every week. This is a a once a week program. Every week, that accountability coach changes. So it's a process that we created that worked when we were doing it live. And it's actually still working on the digital platform. And the reason I tell people, look, you, you guys should definitely participate, it, it, whether it's with me or, or even um, BB has a mastermind group, get involved. Like-minded individuals actually learn from each other, promote each other, grow together. They're able to actually even, it's called brainstorming, right? You, at the end of the day, you, you're a realtor and you're in a group of a bunch of realtors. At the end of the day, maybe one realtor right now is just hitting home runs and not because they're better, but they figured out a recipe. Now you go ahead and if they're in your group, just ask them, hey, how are you doing it right now? And then you decide, maybe that's not my style or maybe I can use a couple of those tips and increase my, my, my business. So at the end of the day, make sure that if you're not a part of a mastermind group, if, if you want to find out more about my mastermind group, which we call it Power Partners because it's more of a partnership and everybody grows together, then reach out, let me know. However, I recommend that you either start your own or be a part of one. It does help a lot. Yeah. I love, I, you know, we had to, by the way, guys, we had to re-record this <laughs> because we had an issue. So I am. I, I, I didn't think you were going to bring that up, but I, I'm glad you did. And I want to uh, let everyone know right now in this digital world, things are going to collapse. Things are not going to work correctly. Right. There's so many people online. You know, it's funny though, because my children, uh, my oldest son, he's like, hey, I want my stimulus check, right? And I'm like, okay, puppy, whatever, you know, go online. He couldn't get online. The, 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 the bank wasn't working. Why? Because everybody was after that stimulus check. As soon as they started seeing on social media, people were getting it, they bombarded the banks. Then that's the same thing that's happening. So, for example, Bibi and I did it. I, I thought it was a phenomenal interview, right? And then it just didn't work out right. So what happens? Most people will say, well, I'm too busy. I can't do it again. No, there's a reason because maybe this one will be better. Make time to go ahead and complete what you start. You know, another example, I had a, a, a live that I was doing. I was being interviewed in the live. This happened about three days ago. And the young lady, Sneha, who's one of my coaching students, says, hey, would you do a live with me on my platform? I said, sure. Got on Instagram, did five takes. They, it wouldn't log in. So she's like, well, we'll do it another day. I'm like, no, no, let's complete this. I'll go ahead and go live on my platform and I'll invite you. Let's see if that works. And it worked. So it's probably one of the only interviews that the the the, the person doing being interviewed is actually hosting the live. <laughs> and as soon as it was done, we went ahead and transferred it all to her so she can share it on social media. You got to figure it out. 
don't give up. Most people give up right before they're about to make it happen. And, and that's really why they don't succeed. It's like, you know what? It hasn't been working. I've been doing it for five years. You know, maybe, maybe you need to do it for five years and a day or five years and four hours. You know, just don't give up. However, don't keep doing the same thing. Adjust it. Make sure that you're creating adjustments that's in the path of making sure, okay, how can I do it so this doesn't happen again? So I'm glad you brought it up because number one, we found time to do it again. And number two, it's probably going to be better than the first one. <laughs> no, I'm only kidding. But at the end of the day, it's just make sure you go out and do it. Don't justify it that, oh, my God, I'm not going to be in the same zone. I'm not. No, maybe the message that we were going to do before wasn't the message that people needed to hear. No, now. And this goes hand in hand. Because after our, you know, our interview, I read the chapter, which in this chapter, I can do it. It talks about a comparison of, you know, traditional selling and, you know, intuitive selling, which is what I teach. And, you know, traditional selling didn't primarily work with me, but it did give me skills, right? That now with my intuitive selling, I incorporate. So it's, it's kind of like that story in, with Napoleon Hill, Thinking Grow Rich, that he talks about Darby. You know, that he's yes. three feet away from gold. Yep. And he just basically sold all his equipment. If you guys don't know the story, but he basically uh, had found gold and got some investors. And he he kind of like he was kind of like at a rut. He wasn't getting more gold. And he just sold off his his um, his equipment to a gentleman that he seeked out a coach, which was a mentor. And basically, when he hired that person, he was three feet away from gold, and the other guy struck gold. Exactly. That's usually what happens with most people. They give up way too soon. You know, but you know what I want to do real quick? I want you to do a shameless plug. And the reason I'm asking you to do this is because once you put this online, my team is going to go ahead and share it to a bunch of people. So I want to know a little bit more about the uh, the the sales process that you said you do that that you focus on. The, the, the um, you called it. Well, my my selling process is the intuitive selling process. Okay, explain a little bit. So basically, we're all built out of energy. Okay, and we sell from spaces. There's people, you know, there's seven points of energy that we have in our body, and they travel through us. So people say that I can sell anything to an Eskimo. It's not even about that. I read the person's energy. First, in order for me to read someone's energy, my energy has to be aligned. So before I even go on a podcast with you or do anything, if I had a moment that I was kind of off of alignment, I'll breathe. And then I connect with another human being, which is your humanology, right? And I talk to them. And basically, let's say I'm making a sales process and I'm trying to show a property or I'm coaching a realtor or I'm coaching a buyer or a seller, et cetera. What I do is I hear where they're at. They might be angry. They might be scared. They might be worrying. So that means that they're in their first one in between their first, second or third chakra. Okay. Which is an energy point. And I have to now transfer their energy into a space of trust into a space of confidence, into a, a space of understanding, into a space of compassion, into a, a space of visualizing themselves, and then to a space of the euphoric of seeing that it's all coming together. And that is the intuitive selling process that I actually teach. It's a lot more than that, but it pretty much kind of puts it in the context yeah. for you. And I love that you're sharing that. And the reason I'm asking you to do this, because more of this has to be done in interviews because we're cross-promoting each other. It's called collaboration. So yes, I'm honored to be able to be on your podcast, but keep in mind, this podcast is going to go around the world because other people are going to share it. So at the end of the day, at least do a little shameless plug on what it is you do, because that way, then they'll say, you know what, Bert was cool, but I really am interested in what BB is doing. And then they'll reach out back to BB. So just keep, this is another tip that I'm asking people to do when they're doing interviews, find out a little bit more about the person that's doing the interview. I know it's not the norm because everyone wants their 15 minutes of fame. Andy Warhol said it best. <laughs> but at the end of the day, working with each other and collaborating is more impactful than just sitting there and being a celebrity of some sort because you're being interviewed. You know, that needs to, this is not the time for that. But you know what, Bert, you're very, you, you guys are very special to me. And I've learned many things from you. You're actually one of my teachers uh, when I started this process back, you know, 
so 17 years ago, we connected and we connected for a purpose, right? And we, we were only 12. <laughs> Let them know that. <laughs> yeah, right? I was 13. I'm just saying. But, you know, Bert also, uh, he's an author as well. And he's a highly respected speaker and motivational speaker that till this day, I, I feel that he's, he's just, for me, he's one of my favorites. And one of the Thank things, you, so you, know, you, know, you know, I love you and I'm very authentic. And I'm very real. And we love you too. Yeah, and I keep the family. Yeah, and I keep it real. You know, that's why I even told people, guys, we had to re-record this. <laughs> and I was dying because my our podcast had to come out like two or three days ago, and I'm like, oh my god, it was editing, and it was just, it was like, it was all broken up because of the 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 connection. But anyways, uh, one of the things that I love that he puts on his Instagram, and you got to be following him, and you'll be able to see on this podcast where to follow him on Instagram and how to connect with him. Cause you got to connect with him at one point or another. But one of the things that I like, whether you like it or not, we're going to bump into each other. <laughs> law of attraction, law of attraction. That's what I teach. Law of attraction and manifestation. I actually teach that with the intuitive selling process. That's what I do. Right. Uh, I, uh, there's this thing that he has uh, an actual post that I really like. And he says five ways to, kick-ass life and then he has the first one that says know that your only competition is who you were yesterday two avoid negative people three if you don't go after what you want you will never get it four see failure as a beginning not an end five know your habits decide your future by Bert Oliva. I love that. Thank you so much. I love that. You know, in the last interview, we actually broke it down. <laughs> the last, but so if you want, we can do that again. No, no, I, you don't need to because I'll cook, I come, I'm going to actually, you guys are going to hear this in the segment. You're going to hear a couple of things that I'm going to plug in and plug out. But, you know, it's been amazing to have you again. And I, I'm really thankful and, and appreciate that you took time from your busy schedule because I know that you're back to back with, a, you know, interviews and uh, coaching and your, your programs. So thank you so much for again well, thank you, being on the podcast. I love you and I can't wait I can't wait till the next time we do this. I love you too. Keep doing what you're doing. But before I leave, I tell everyone my my, my closing is my name is Bert Oliva. Cuban born, American made. Remember to live life and don't let life live you. Thank you so much, baby. All right, guys, so today's podcast is has a twist. You're going to experience an unedited part of the first recording with Bert. And I'm throwing it in here as a bonus because it has so many nuggets and it was such an amazing recording podcast that, you know what, I decided, as I always tell Everyone, I'm looking for progress, not perfection. And I'm not about perfection. I'm about progress. So you know what? Here goes. Enjoy this bonus bonus track where we I interview Bert and you know what? It's the un it's the raw version and he inspired me today to include it in the podcast. So enjoy. And I'm proud to bring on today, Bert Oliva. Thank you so much, BB. And uh, 20 years ago, I mean, when we when you were in your 20s, that must have been like maybe five years ago, right? <laughs> you, know what? you know what? There's no shame in my age. I really, I just embrace every part of my life. So I'm, I'm, there's no shame. But I can't say I'm so happy today that I get to have you as my guest. Because me too. Thank I, rem you so much. I, <laughs> I remember when we first connected and here we are fast forward 17 years and now I'm doing my podcast with you. So I definitely, it's an honor to have you here. Thank you so much. And I'm so proud of everything you've done in the past 17 years. I mean, you've just I've taken over so many challenges and that's why I like staying in touch with people that are like-minded, like we've stayed in touch with each other. And I'm loving it that now, because of what we're going through at this precise moment with this pandemic, we're together again after 17 years. 
Absolutely. And one of the things that I loved about what I love about you, uh, Bert, is that you are definitely not traditional. And we totally align in that sense. And a lot of our listeners want to do things traditionally, and they have the best intentions. But I brought you on as today's guest, because you're definitely the master of putting things together that are non-traditional. And I always talk about people, you know, thinking outside the box and actually applying things that are non-traditional. Can you give us like an insight? What would be like a tip in your career that our listeners, you can give them advice? I mean, it's not that tradition doesn't work. It does work. It just not it doesn't work the way it used to work. So it's not really being traditional or untraditional. It's just finding new ways to communicate with people. People, things have changed. If you don't change your ways of doing things, you become obsolete. And that's what people don't realize. So there's a lot of, there's a shift happening. And it's not just because of what we're going through today. This shift has been happening for years. You know, being on social media, doing, in fact, for example, right now, what I'm teaching my students is that you got to get on social media. You got to network on social media. You got to, you get leads on social media, build relationship on social media. I mean, in fact, think about it. Most people don't even open their emails unless they're expecting an email from you. That and then is, there's that other group. That is, yeah, then there's the other group that, that will send a text and then they don't want to be bothered in the text. However, they will talk to you on social media. So at the end of the day, you need to change the way you're doing business in order to succeed in today's time. I totally agree with you. And, you know, one of the things that are essential right now is take this time and cultivate connections that are authentic with difference in how you're doing things from before. It's that everybody right now is trying, is like resetting, doing their two version of their best version. And two years that I've been following you, that we have friends, that you were something that went to through masterminds you always talk about transformations and transformation and it's free to things in your daily yeah no they're important i mean affirmations are great to have because it's really just giving you a way like for example one of the things i tell people all the time what's the one thing you pick up all the time is your phone well why don't you put your phone as your screensaver so it's the first thing you're picking up. So subconsciously, even if you're not reading your affirmations, you're watching it at least five, six, 10, 15, 20 times a day. For some people, even 100, because they're going on their phones all the time. Put them in front of you. You know, let it become part of you. Affirmation is good, but then the best thing is to start taking action. And most people are like afraid. If you are afraid to take action, then don't complain when your life that, that you've always wanted, the dream you've always wanted doesn't happen. It's not because certain people that have it are lucky or they're in the right place at the right time. That does help. However, what really helps is the people that are successful is because they take action. And, and one of the things is start with some of the simple tools like you were mentioning. Affirmations, people know about them, but guess what? People don't use them as much as they know what to do, but then they actually don't do it. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. But I don't want to stop, but you know that I used to play your 21-day CD all the time. Can you give some of those affirmations right now that people replay on this podcast? What what were I mean? Yeah, like for example, an affirmation it could be a quote, something that really moves you, right? Like you know, I have my own quotes. I have my own thing. Like one of the things I tell myself every day, I have the Oliva touch. Whatever I touch turns to platinum, right? Not gold. Let's just level up, right? Another thing is like when the world starts to spin, stop and put your foot down. One of the things that we were talking about earlier that you and I were on the call before this, we were talking about, you know, uh, what's your favorite quote? The quote that you're going to mention here at the end. What was that quote that you said that um, I think it was? I can do it. Um, do it? About, yeah. Uh, no, never give up. I think it's what you said. Oh, yeah. Right? Because at the beginning of the chapter, because by the way, guys, I, we before we do a, the podcast, telling him, you know, obviously at the end of this, this podcast, we go and I read to you chapter three and in the beginning of the page, it says never, never give up by Winston Churchill. It's a quote from Winston Churchill. And to, and to tie into that quote, 
just remember this. You can always give in. You can always give out, but don't ever give up. I love that. And if you start thinking that way, of course, it ties in. Well, thank you, by the way. It ties in to the actual quote that you're talking about. Look, nothing that I say or Tony Robbins says or even BB says is new, is all within the delivery. These are things. Self-help has been around for years with Dale Carnegie, Napoleon Hill, Martin, um, um, uh, um, um, well, there's so many of them, but those really are the founders of the self-help thing that has happened. So a lot of the stuff is like, you know, the basic, you know, wake up early. Those who wake up early succeed. Yeah, that's all fine. But how many of those things are you actually doing? Most people love to talk about it and very few actually do it. When you start taking action in your life, your life will change. That I can guarantee you. Well, we had talked about, I know that you're doing movement right now. As far as the masterminding that you're doing, can you talk a little bit about that? Uh, helping people accountable because you actually put me accountable to walk three miles every day. <laughs> well, you're, you're a different case. You're a different case. You, you, whenever you do something, you just push yourself to higher limits than the average person. I usually tell people, look, let's start slow, right? At the end of the day, I want to get in shape. So people like, they want to get in shape. We're using that as an example. So what I tell my students is, okay, look, when was the last time, what time are you waking up? Well, I'm waking up like around nine o'clock. Well, why don't you start waking up at eight? And then next thing you know, you do that for a week. Then you wake up at five. You know, you start short, a little bit at a time. But let's say when I first started working out years ago, I said, you know what? Let me go ahead and wake up at six in the morning. I started waking up at six in the morning. Then I would say, okay, let me go ahead. And I haven't worked out in years, but let me go ahead and look at the gym that I'm going to go to. So I drove up to the gym. I look at the gym and I drove back. And people say, that's crazy. Well, that's what it takes, you know, taking the first step. This is the route that I'm going to take every day. The next thing, the next day I went back in and then I signed up. I didn't work out. I just signed up doing baby steps. Then three and a half years later, they see me like, my God, you're in great shape. Yeah, but it took three and a half years of discipline, but you do it a little bit at a time. We did not gain weight overnight. It was done over time. Success doesn't happen overnight. It happens over time. That's very, that's so true. You know what happens when I'm coaching either people want results immediately and they are not willing to be patient with themselves. I, I see success or results come subtle, right? You're not going to lose a week, but if you start having a lifestyle or habits that we continue to have, that's when you see results. One of the things that I saw on your Instagram that I, I actually liked your post was your power tip. You have power tips that you give. You put, do the hardest thing on your to-do list first. Our brains have a limited amount of decision-making power each day. We suffer from decision fatigue near the end of the day. That's why easier tasks should be done to the end of the day. Right. I mean, I remember back in the day when we were doing sales training and people would say, okay, I'm going to call 100 people today. And they would pick up the phone. And then, no, 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 before I make the calls, let me go ahead and create a list. So they would create their list. Then they're like, okay, I'm about to make calls. But wait, 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 before I make calls, let me go ahead and have a cup of coffee. And then they would have their cup of coffee. Now I'm going to make my calls. Then you sit down and they're like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. It's time for lunch. Does anyone want lunch in the office? <laughs> they did whatever possible to avoid what they needed to do. So what I tell people is, look, do the hardest thing you have to do first thing in the morning. By the end of the day, your day becomes easier. And then once you start doing that, you build a tolerance like everything else, you know, tolerance for food, tolerance for, you know, people that, that smoke and then people that do other things. You will build a tolerance, will build a tolerance for success. That's what people need to work on. And, and, and again, I don't want to sound like I'm preaching or anything. It's just I truly believe that greatness lies within every single person on this call. The only reason they're not living the life of their dreams is by the choices they make every day. Yeah, there's, there's that other thing that you put on, on I'm going to quote you on this one. You put five ways to life. You put the first one. <laughs> know that your only yeah. competition who you were yesterday is who you were yesterday. Number two, avoid negative people. Number three, if you don't go after what you want, you will never get it. Four, 
see failure as a beginning, not an end. And five, know your habit, decide your future. Yo, let's break those up, right? What's the first one? Let's go, let's with, go the with the first one. Watch one. This. this is I, I love this. I, I liked it and I commented on it. So you guys need to look at him. You need to follow him on Instagram. So so no, let's go 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 with go go with the first one. The first one says know what? That your only competition is who you were yesterday. Exactly. Why are you so concerned with your with the people in your industry that are your competitors? They're not concerned about you. The reason they're succeeding and they're moving forward is because they're challenging themselves to be better every single day. Become your biggest competitor. Challenge yourself to do better. That's number one. The next the one is next what? The next one, number two, is avoid negative people. Okay, well, this is the thing. You know, most of the people that are negative, a lot of times it can be your family members, right? But the reason that you don't understand, they're not trying to be negative. They love you so much. They don't want to see you fail. Just because they fail doesn't mean that you're going to fail. So if you can't do it with people around you, what makes you think that you can do it by yourself? So don't worry about getting rid of negative people. You start worrying about building you getting to the next level in your life, the next chapter. As you grow, two things will happen. They will drop by themselves or B, you will end up with new friends. How do you expect to get to that next level of successful people if you haven't worked on yourself? Remember, they're not going to let you into their group. So it goes back to number one, work on yourself every day. The number three is if uncle what you want, you will never get it. Yeah. And part of the reason people don't go after what they want is because they don't know what they want. They want what other people are telling them that they should want, like the fancy cars, the fancy houses. Is that really what you want? Or do you want a fat account so you can buy the fancy houses and the fancy cars? It's really up to you. What is it that you truly want? You want a better relationship? Then go after that. If you believe in your mind that the better relationship that you have will help you succeed, then guess what? That is your recipe. Stop watching social media and feeding all off the stuff that they're telling you you should have to have success. You don't need to have a fancy car. I don't even like cars. In fact, I hardly, I don't even have a car. I have several cars in my property and I don't have a car because I'm always traveling. When I come home, I use someone else's car. But that's just me. Other people need to show up the Ferraris and Porsches. No, I'm letting my kids have the nice cars. I'll just use their cars, right? That's, again, there's a belief system. Why are you believing in your mind that having a fancy car or, you know, or a nice house is going to be the a, a staple of success? That's not successful. You know, so find what it is, what's successful for you, and then go after it. I, I totally agree with you. Number four says, see failure as a beginning, not an end. Yeah I, yeah, I tell my children all the time, become a straight F student in life. Fail fast forward, right? If you fail fast forward, chances are you're going to succeed because you figured out that this doesn't work. Let me try something else. Mm -hmm. So you just become a straight F student in life. <laughs> <laughs> and then number five is know your habits, decide your future. Say that one again. I didn't hear you. Know your habits. Decide your future. Yeah. Well, habits are things that we normally do. So if you have bad habits, chances are you'll never get in shape. People don't understand. To go to get in shape, it's not working out six hours a day in the gym. It starts by the stuff that you're putting in your body, the food, the intake. You can actually work out less and eat better, and you'll look better than the person that works out six hours a day. So you need to just have clarity. Clarity is a form of power. The more clear you are, the more successful you'll be. Yeah, these are the five points that I wanted to talk because it's so in relation. I mean, most of our listeners are realtors that either are earning six figures, going to seven figures, or want to earn six figures. And in this chapter and things that we're talking about, one of the things that I've noticed that people that I work with struggle with is there's a form that we have to get hired, right? When we work with buyers, there's a form that we use. It's called the uh, EBBA, which means the Exclusive Buyer's Brokerage Agreement. And the reason why I'm talking this to you is so okay. you can give some advice regarding that because, yeah, because yeah, you're yeah. not a realtor. You're a motivational speaker. You're a coach. You guide people on human 
behavior. So one of the things that people tell me is like, how do you get all these EBBA signed? And I said, well, because I'm giving value. These buyers who pays us the commission are seller, are the sellers. Why wouldn't they want to commit to you instead of you being their Uber driver? You know what I mean? So what yep. advice would you yep. give based on your behaviors, right? That you're the, the specialist on people's behavior. What advice would you give our listeners on that? Look, that one, the first one that you wrote in that chapter, I think is so important. If you focus more on giving value, you will become richer than you ever thought you can be. And I'll give you an example. Years ago, it was like, man, if I'm going to give out all these techniques and I give people all the information and the recipes, why are they going to hire me? You're looking at it the wrong way. People want to surround themselves with experts. So how do you become an expert? Let them know everything you do step by step. You're not selling programs. You're selling access to you. Once you can put that in your mind, then you'll know that what you're doing is correct because most people on social media, they're like, oh, you can do this in three easy steps. But if you want three easy steps, you have to buy this program. They're looking at it the wrong way. Give them the three easy steps. Give them four steps. Give them five steps. Just keep giving and giving and giving, and people will come back to you and say, you know what? This is so hard. I, I really can't do it. Is there any way I can hire you to do it for me? People will hire. What you're selling is not a program. What you're selling is access to you. Yeah, and that's why I advise people that just like we have a listing agreement in our business, why don't they have buyer's presentation so that they can get them to commit to them? And there's no fee for that, right? So I tell them, listen, you have to believe in yourself first before someone hires you. If you're not believing in yourself, the intuitive selling process is basically you're giving feedback that you're resistant, that you're not worthy enough for them to sign and hire you. They don't even have to pay for you. So definitely, it's it's kind of what we started talking about at the beginning of the podcast, that people have to work on themselves, mm-hmm. right? It all begins with working on yourself first instead of... instead of Exactly. I mean, what you, one of the things I really love about you, and I'm not just saying this because I'm here, and, and I've loved this since the day I met you, is that you are a hustler for the best part of being a hustler. You just take action. You don't care about perfection. Let's just do it. Let's get it done. You know, we, we I spoke to you the other day. You're like, okay, I want you on my podcast. Not, oh, eventually I want to get you in the podcast. Can we go ahead and have maybe some tea or coffee? No, let's just get it done. And then when you start doing that, it's because you believe in yourself. You believe that you can help people not only earn six, uh, um, um, six hundred thousand. I mean, $100,000 a year uh, to break that point. Maybe it's seven, you know, 700000 Maybe it's one million. Maybe it's 10 million. But you believe that you have enough information and drive to actually teach these people these tools and techniques. The thing is that people, if, they, if you don't believe in yourself, how do you expect other people to believe in you? You know, that's part of the problem. Part of the reason that people don't sell and they don't earn the money that they have or they want to have is because they themselves, when they come to the part of selling themselves, they're like, well, you know, really, if you're one, if you're interested, just, you know, just reach out to me. No, look, if you really want to succeed, reach out to me. If you really want to change the quality of your life, you should be following me on social media. There has to be certainty in your voice, in your belief. And the only way that happens is once you start believing. Yeah. I focus on helping people with their mindset. It's mindset. You know, one of the things I talk about, I've done triathlons and I remember I, I actually got into training for a triathlon. I don't know if you know that, but I got into it because I hadn't worked out and I wasn't getting up at 5 a.m. So I signed up lymphoma team and training to do this triathlon my bird i don't run so when i got home and i talked to him he tells me you signed up for i'm like i signed up to do a and he goes to me <laughs> only you would do something like that, right and you know what happens was the reason why i did that was because i didn't have my own motivation but then when i would open up my eyes at 4 30 in the morning i would think of those people i can't and I would say, what would they give today to just be able to get out of bed, be able to walk and go outside and work out? So that was my motivation. 
what would tell yeah that was it was more the motivation for you that was your driving Correct. force right that was something like what i do when people say well what drives you what drives me is my family I'm a family person. I want my children to have the best things in life. I didn't grow up wealthy, and I want them to be able to travel with me around the world, which they do all the time. I want them to be able to do different things that I, I was a dream for me at one time, but they were able to do it. However, I, do, I don't just give it to them. They have to earn it, right? But this is why I, I, I understand what Andy says. Oh, my God, there she goes again. One of the things that I'm known for is that I truly believe crazy people succeed, and BB is a crazy person. <laughs> when she tells me, hey, I need to get back in shape, you know, hold me accountable. I'm going to go ahead and walk every day. I'm like, cool. She goes, three miles. I'm like, three miles? What are you talking about? That's crazy. But that is BB. That is why. So if you guys are not, not only attending every single one of these podcasts, you're not attending her programs, you're not following on, on social media, you're going to make, you're going to make the biggest mistake in your life. Follow those people that will that have a driving force. Follow those people that every time you go back there and they, they've actually grown, they've excelled, they're doing better. Because guess what? At least if you surround yourself with like-minded individuals, people that have driving forces, you will drive each other right to the top. And that's one of the things that's important. So yes, tell Andy I understand him. Every time BB comes up with something, it's crazy. But I pretty believe that crazy people succeed. <laughs> you know what? It, it's interesting you say that because I talk about, you know, people write books, but I really like gave birth to each through each word in this book. And I share a story in my personal which is chapter two. And I I go to my when I was working with a nationwide developer in my Blah blah blah, and I told my manager, "Go look, listen, I'm gonna be selling." And Bert, she looked. That was freaking crazy. And (laughs) I started hitting those numbers. It was. She freaked out. Obviously, she didn't know me, you know. But it's true. You, I I feel that. I feel for me, you know, that number one that we went back to your Instagram because that's one thing I love about your Instagram. You put like these little things that kind of like poke you and they provoke you that that statement that you made there know that your only competition is who you were yesterday that is that so defines how I set my intentions every day and every minute and in my life that I connected I even liked it and that's why I wanted to share it on this podcast and you have so many things here we can spend like three hours doing this podcast um what that means that means you got to bring me back later on in the year for another interview. <laughs> you know that we're going actually we're going to be doing great things together. We we we've always been connected, but I think it's that time in life right now where we kind of needed to meet again and do great things for other people to help them prosper in whatever business that they're in. I know that I I coach primarily realtors, buyers, sellers, but Every, I, I just love people and you love people too. You know, you're, you're definitely someone that you love people, exactly. you know? And, and well, everybody, by the way, everyone in this call, they're in the people business. Without people, they have no business. And that's what people don't understand. So it doesn't matter if you're a realtor, if you're a contractor, if you are a, a guru or a self-help coach, whatever it is, without people, you have no business. <laughs> So learn how to fall in love with people, really care about people, really care about their successes. You get so excited, even if you're not earning the $100,000, but you're helping that person get, I'm not saying that you're not earning in the sense of, you're going to help them make $100,000, right? And you're not going to make any money off of that. And you still will teach them because that is who you are. And that's why you've always been successful. You really care about people. Not just saying, I care about people. A lot of people say that, but they really don't. So it all starts from that first quote that you read right off the bat. It's really you, you fall in love with you, you know, know who you truly are. Know why, why it is that you are so special. Why are you here in this earth for a moment or to leave a legacy? And the goal is to leave a legacy. You're not just here by fluke. You're not here to live maybe 50, 60, 80, 90 years for no reason. The sad thing is that most people die without knowing why they were here. And that's a big misunderstanding. People need to realize they are special. Doesn't matter if you're struggling right now. 
you won't be struggling three months from now or three weeks from now or maybe three days, right? Like right now with the coronavirus, it's like, oh my God, you know, people have no money. And is, it, is that true? People still have money. You know, people are still doing well. So what, why are you allowing media to tell you what people are going through? That's why I tell people, don't watch as much as you're doing it. Focus on consuming positive content. Have, work right now on building your craft. Work right now on reading those books that you haven't read. Like you've been dying to read BB's book. Well, this is the time to read it. I don't have time. No, you have plenty of time. <laughs> Everyone has time right now. You know, so this is a time to build on you. So when this too shall pass, you'll already be ahead of the game while everyone else will be starting at the end of this. Because the majority of the people are going to wait till all this is over and then start. This is the time that new millionaires are being created. This is the time when all your dreams can become a reality. You have the best way to connect with people today, people that would never be looking at you on social media, people that wouldn't be picking up your phone. They're doing it now. The only reason they're not picking up your phone is because you're not taking action and you're not calling the people. This is the time to reach out to everyone. Reach out to those people that you love. You know, like we did, we reached out to, to BB and like, hey, BB, it's been a while. You know, I'm sorry, I've been traveling all over the world. And, and it's like, look, we're not only are we speaking to each other again, we're working together again. Reach out to people, be the person, the catalyst, the one that's taking action. Yeah, I action. agree with you. And, you know, it's when you, I was listening to this podcast is so important to me. I've been wanting and I've been visualizing to get this out. And interestingly enough, in December, when I was, pretty much doing my calendar for 2020, I projected to have my podcast launch for March 20th. And you know that I do business astrology. So it was very interesting when I, I did it according to transits that were going on. And I kept on telling the people that, <laughs> that I there's a lot of big things happening. A lot of shifts are going to happen in 2020. Mind you, I didn't know it was going to be coronavirus, but I did know it was very, very powerful movement. And with that note, I want to go on something you said. This is the time to really connect to yourself because the energies that are going on right now is shifting us. We're all shedding our layers to become our 2.0 version. You know how we reset our phones when they have an update? Okay, that's what we're yes. doing universally right now. Astrologically, we are all doing a reset. So it's what you said was a key. All those things that we've all always wanted, this is the time now to do it. And with that said, I, I want to go one last thing. You know that I love, your, I, I love your page and Instagram. So one of the things that I really liked is you have a little camera, <laughs> right? The picture is a little camera. And it says, it's like, you know, you're, it says, focus, follow one course until successful. Yeah, that, that's simple. It's right. Exactly what it says. A lot of people will go ahead and sidetrack. If you say you're going to get in shape, then make it a marathon, not a sprint. If you say that you're going to be a millionaire and you haven't become a thousandaire yet, you're not going to get there. Be realistic. Set short-term goals. Eventually, your dream is all the way over there, which is okay, but make sure you stay on the same path. And then the more successful you become, the more opportunities will come to you. And these opportunities are not always opportunities you should be taking. But if you have certainty of where it is you're going and what it is you want out of this life, then you'll stay on track. Stay focused. Only people that stay focused succeed. You know, a lot of the recipes are really simple. We just as human beings like to complicate it, right? We like to say, well, it's not that easy. Well, it, it is. It's just, it's only easy for those people to take action. It's very simple, you know? So all these things are basically the things that you've done and you continue to do. And that's why, you know, you, you talked about creating a group on Instagram. Boom, there you did it. Uh, you're talking about walking. Now you're walking, not only are you walking, every day of the week for the first seven days, this will become something you'll do for 21 days. Now you've changed and created a new habit. You also said that you're going to do the podcast. Boom, there it is. So people get to know that whatever BB says, she does. 
and just stay uh, stay on focus, stay on track. Look at the, the the prize and just make sure that every so often you reward yourself. Not before you get to that next phase. Once you get to a certain level of phase within that path, reward yourself. Take a deep breath and say, you know what? I'm happy. I've gotten here. You know, it took me three and a half years to get back in one in some in the best shape of my life. Cool, but I know where what I want to look like. I know where I want to be. I'm not there yet. However, yes, okay, maybe you know I'll go ahead and have a cheap meal once a week because I I've earned it. Then make sure it's a cheap meal, not a cheap day. <laughs> you know, and that's what people do. They just keep right off. Stay in focus, and you definitely will well, succeed. I think that with that said, uh, one of your favorite quotes that you that you are the maker of that it's it happens. And yeah, this chapter happen. is my quote that I me if this is the first time you're listening because yeah let, let me leave you with this before I leave I just want to leave one more thing number one just know that you have greatness inside of you and the only reason you don't have the things you want, and I said this before, is by the choices you're making every day. Live with purpose. Live with passion. Tap into that greatness because there's a reason why you're here. And maybe at this precise moment, you don't know it, but there's that little child inside of you that at one time you said, I'm here because I'm special. And guess what? You were right. Just might have to tap into that inner child again. And then the last thing I want to leave people with is if you want to follow me, it's very simple. My name is Bert, B-E-R-T, last name Oliva, O-L-I-V-A. I am on every social media. You can Google my name. You can find a website. Everything is Bert Oliva. So my name is Bert Oliva, Cuban-born, American-made. Remember to live life and don't let life live you. BB, I love you. Thank you so much for this opportunity. And I'm so excited to be working again with you. You were amazing. Never, never, never give up. Winston Churchill. Chapter three, you can do it. Life is a process. And one of my favorite quotes is, when you know better, you do better. By Maya Angelou. I never had someone show me a system or a way to make more money. Sure, there have been positive influences in my life. However, through my trials and errors, a phoenix rose and my system was born, ISP, referred to as the intuitive selling process, is a system I created to be used along with many other techniques you will learn as you keep reading. There's a process to achieve success in real estate. And it starts with the right attitude. Traditional selling versus intuitive selling. As I've mentioned, I've learned through trial and error how to succeed. It's important to determine if traditional selling is working out for you now. Time is money. And using your time wisely can either make you more money or cost you money. Traditional selling didn't get, did not give me extraordinary results. It cost me time and money. Time is never recuperated. Money, on the other hand, can be made up at any time. Let me make this clear. I'm not saying that traditional selling does not work. I'm saying that traditional selling does not work for everyone, including me. The system that other teams used did not take my real estate practice to the next level. I struggled and felt I was struggling along in my real estate practice. Does this sound familiar? The team I was part of gave me traditional scripts to use to close deals. A test was given to me to complete by my ex-broker to see how well I did. And boy, did that feel weird. As a team player, participating displayed respect and willingness to grow and succeed. However, I did not feel I was mentored or coached. When I became part of a team, I was a buyer's agent at first. And I was given old recycled leads and some new leads. I noticed that I was not getting the best leads or price points. I was also competing up against my broker on bids. Recycled leads for me were a waste of time unless they were working on credit 
or their leases were expiring. The new leads always require immediate attention. So I would set up appointments and have the buyers hire me by signing an exclusive buyer's brokerage agreement, known as an EBBA for short. In my professional experience, I would never recommend working with a buyer who is not willing to hire you and show you their loyalty. You must be willing to give your business worth by having buyers and sellers hire you and consider your time. In the end, buyers don't pay commissions. The seller is the responsible party paying commissions. A buyer should not have any problem signing the EBBA form when they have the right intentions. A committed buyer and realtor relationship are essential elements to establish from the get-go. Respect of others' time and expectations must be set forth so that the selling process flows and meets all parties' expectations. Buyers that work with us execute the EBBA. In reality, if a buyer has good intentions, they should not have any hesitation signing the EBBA form at all. The EBBA is the form that states that the buyer is hiring you as their realtor to respect to res represent them in a purchase and commissions, unless specified otherwise, will be paid by the seller. There's no cost for a buyer to hire you as your services to them are free. The seller is the one who pays out the commission, unless specified otherwise. It's simple. No ticket, no laundry. Easy enough. When I was part of this team, I would get the EBBA signed all day without any issues. Having each buyer commit to signing the EBBA is critical to assure your success as a buyer's agent. The broker I worked for at the time noticed how effective I was getting the EBBA form signed by buyers and made me an offer to become a listing partner. The offer was accepted and I became a listing partner. As a listing partner, I was not allowed to be a buyer's agent, which I did not like. Unfortunately, when I had joined this team, I signed up as a buyer's agent and did not really pay much attention to the listing agent's terms. So make sure you pay attention to your independent contractor's agreements. Moving on, I listed over 13 homes in 45 days, breaking my own record as I found a way to give seller real value. I only worked for set with sellers from that point, which was how the brokerage was structured. Flexibility as a realtor allows you to have more opportunity. Ask yourself if you currently have flexibility in your business. I was not very happy with my broker's office, and there was hardly any flexibility with my pay structure. It's important for you to be happy so you can attract positivity to your business. I was successful getting buyers and sellers. However, connecting to each one set me apart. What made me experience success while working with buyers and sellers? The ISP, a system that intuitively has you selling from the heart and aligns you to your highest vibrational good. In chapter 13, you will read case studies and learn how it all works so you can apply the ISP to your business. In my trainings and events, I always mention to realtors to always have clients' best interests in mind. If you do this, you will always succeed and close the deals. Do you know why? Because your intention is coming from a space of truth. ISP is a formula that begins with self-preparation. Know that we are all energy, and if you can identify this, then you're halfway there and you get it. We are all connected and can project our energies to others. Have you ever walked into a room and felt all eyes wearing you? If you said yes, then you can understand what I'm talking about. It's the feeling that you have people looking at you and making you feel all sorts of thoughts or even uncomfortable feelings. You can learn to feel strong and confident in moments like I mentioned above by understanding how to strengthen your force field. If you don't understand, no worries. Just keep an open mind without passing judgment so you can allow yourself to learn more about how energy affects you. Energy can even affect our health and how we think. Are you in your head now saying, oh my God, what is she talking about? As I say, trust in the process. All this all has to do with your successful real estate practice. There will be exercises in the next few chapters that will help you align your thoughts and emotions to feel good and trust in the process. 
We will play with this. This is part of your preparation to earning six figures selling homes. My older brother laughs at me because I'm all about feeling my way through deals. He's been one of my influences. However, he has embraced this process slowly. Many people think I'm crazy until they start seeing the results. Then they become believers of the ISP. You see, in order to attract opportunity, you must be willing to go within to do the work first. Mind over matter. Most of us are in our head and analyze or blame others for not having the success we want. Thoughts create our current reality. Let's take Tony Robbins' quote. If you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. Change is a must. You must have a breakthrough in order to start the process of evolving. You must believe and have a neutral state of mind. It's mind over matter. If you have ever had a personal trainer or coach in a sport, you can identify. The first time I completed an Olympic triathlon, I did it with an amazing foundation known as Leukemia and Lymphoma Society Team and Training. This foundation, which raised over ten thousand, which I raised over ten thousand dollars for, helps save lives and works on finding a cure for blood for cancer. In return, I trained for an endurance event. And their team and training coaches prepared me for an Olympic triathlon held in Washington, D.C. If you've ever completed a triathlon, let me elaborate so you can see where I'm, coming, where I'm going with this analogy. An Olympic triathlon consists of 0.93 mile, 1.5K, open water swim, in my case, the Potomac River, a 24.8 mile, 40K bike, and a 6.2 mile 10k run. It was mind over matter for me. At the end of the race, it was the final stretch and I said to myself, what was I thinking when I signed up? I was exhausted on my feet, had another three miles to run. At this point, it was, as I said, mind over matter. All the chatter that was in my mind faded away. I had a clear image of why I joined this organization in the first place. You see, I wanted to get back in shape and wanted to keep myself accountable. Since I would not wake up on my own to train at 5 a.m., I would do it for those who have cancer and would give the world to get up at 5 a.m. feeling healthy. As I was running the final stretch, I had a moment of clarity. I said to myself, I'm not stopping. I'm doing this for those who are fighting blood cancer and having given up, and neither will I. It was at the last mile, and I continue with my mantra. I can do this. You can do this, B. I got this. Then I saw my little guy, my son, running towards me where I could see the finish line. He said, Mommy, I'm going to help you finish the race. You can do it. I did with my son. For those who are fighting blood cancer, I crossed the finish line, and my son with my son and it felt amazing. In the end, we can do anything if we harness our mind. You will learn how to harness your mind. And Thank you for listening and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Make sure to follow me on Instagram, bbbengochea. In my link bio, you will find links to get a copy of my free book and all the social medias so you can stay connected to me and upcoming events. Also, in this episode's description box, you'll have details and links for the guest information. Don't forget to subscribe to podcasts. Rate and make sure if you really enjoyed this episode, review and comment.